Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's yes, so unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about me for is, is your is your book for sale about? Yes. It I'm not sure. I just go on trying to do a better job. Let me tell you, 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 let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 100. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So here we are, episode 100. Um, I really want to say thank you to uh, the people who are uh, faithfully have come around and listened and watched uh, and been part of making this podcast what it is for the last uh, two to, to five years, as long as I've been doing it in different uh in different looks and different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I keep wanting to say iteration, but that's not quite the word I want. Uh, just the different forms of the show. There you go. There's, there's a word for it. Different forms of this show has showed up in. I mean, I started way back, uh, literally, I think like five years ago, I started doing this podcast over in that corner. Uh, and then it moved into the dungeon and then it moved into, it's been in the kitchen a couple of times and it was in that corner over there. Now we've got this new, nice new setup. Uh, some, you know, everything's, everything is good. And it's, it's because of you guys that I continue to do what I do and keep coming back. And, you know, sometimes it's, it, it can be a little discouraging to go and look at the views and go, wow, five people. Um, five views, but, uh, you know, if, if five people are watching and are benefiting from this, then I'm willing to continue to take the time to put into it, uh, to bring you guys information as I see it. And, and then all the other stuff that we do, we being me, uh, here at, at the evangelical norm channel on YouTube with all the different podcasts, which those ones seem to get a little bit more uh, traffic than, than this one. Um, but you know, again, I, I keep doing what I do because I really feel like God has given me something to say. Um, and as long as there's a few people who are willing to, to take out the time of their day to listen, I'm willing to put my time in to, uh, talk about it. So as we hit episode 100, I really, um, I mean, I've, I'm feeling like I, I'm, Excited about being able to do a podcast that is not dealing with uh, major amounts of profanity. Uh, the last couple episodes of the of unsolicited have been dealing with a rapper that claims to be Christian, but uh, you wouldn't know it by by the way he talks. I mean, literally every single song the dude did is f this, f that, fingers up, uh, you know, flipping people. I just. Yeah, ugly, and my head has been filled with uh, these words. And and truthfully, I mean, when 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 Scripture talks about uh, you know bad character can corrupt good morals, and you know being careful about what enters into your mind and 
being transformed by the renewing of your mind, not being conformed to the world. All the different things that scripture talks about, the, the things that we surround ourselves with is, is so true. Um, I mean, when you're in, engulfed in profanity, you don't feel good. I don't feel good from any of the songs that I listen to. And so, I mean, all the, all morning today, all day today, I've been going back to a lot of the CHH albums that I really love. I've gone, I've listened to Ivy's The Unknown God. I've listened to Zay's uh, Irons in the Fire. Just trying to fill my head again with with things of, of God, things that are, are worthwhile um, pursuits. So it's been helpful. And it is interesting that we, we get hit get kind of this stuff as we're at episode 100 because for the years that I've been doing this podcast, there are kind of two platforms that I continue to stand on. And one is consistency of worldview and two is precision, precision of speech. Uh, so the words that we use and the way that we use them in, in consistency and being consistent with the worldview that, that we are part of. This podcast comes from a Christian worldview. I, I try to present everything uh, from the worldview as, as we would as Christians. But I, again, I'm trying to stay balanced, as Kirk Kennedy would say. I want to be as balanced as possible, be willing to listen to both sides. But again, looking for what is actually true. You know, again, I don't, I don't ascribe truth because it comes from the Republicans or the conservatives or even sometimes those who claim to be Christian. And I don't ascribe untruth to everything that comes from the left, the Democrats, the liberals, and, and so on. To be truly willing to look at those things and have a, a balanced worldview it is what we, we really try to do. So, and again, and precision of speech, making sure the words that we use, I mean, words have meaning. And if, not, not that you would tell from Webster's, uh, dictionary the way they've been willing to just change words and meanings of words over the last specifically the last year we've seen multiple times that as a word has been used in a certain context that Webster's goes ahead and changes the definition to fit the some most of the time the leftist worldview where that that is coming from so that's kind of interesting um, so a couple of things I wanted to talk about this week as, as we get into the podcast one is this situation that happened in California and I, I don't know what town what city what 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 county or whatever this was from but apparently there's a school board there that had a zoom meeting that apparently was open to the public and they forgot and so as they're going through and they're talking, um, they forget that the public is watching and they start bad mouthing the parents. Uh, just some of the stuff that was said was apparently pretty bad um, talking about wanting, you know, parents just want their kids back in school because they want their babysitters back and they want to smoke pot and, and, and stuff like that. And one lady was like, you know, used a lot of profanity and, it, very interesting in the sense that it, it's like the the leftist counter culture or cancel culture stuff just kind of turned on itself because this entire school board resigned because of this one meeting. Um, I, I actually kind of find it interesting because, I mean, again, there was like a thing last year where some dude, New York Times doing a Zoom meeting and the dude was like, yeah 
masturbating or, you know, at least somehow pleasuring himself on the camera. And he didn't get canceled. He, I, I don't even think he got fired from his job. But this whole group, you know, again, what you say, the words you use carries a whole lot of weight. And it, it carried this, uh, this group, this, this board, this school board in whatever city it was, it carried their words, carried all of them to the, uh, I don't know if they're unemployed because I don't know if they're, you know, their sole job is board school board. Um, but they all resigned. They all, all left, which is, it's, it's kind of that poetic justice scene. Cause we've seen it so much where conservatives and have been canceled for different things that they've said and done and, and so on. And, you know, we really, it, it, Again, this this feeds to the whole balance in worldview as well because we always want to look at it and go, well, it's always the the right that's getting canceled. Well, the the leftist counterculture sometimes turns on itself as well. So we we can't just say, and let's talk about that cancel culture for a minute because it's not you know for on the left that we've called it cancel culture as they've kind of prohibited. Uh, People on the right from saying things, they've been blocked on Twitter, suspended on Twitter, suspended on Facebook, you know, Trump lost his whole platform there. And so we keep crying out free speech, free speech, stuff like that. But again, for those of us on the right, from from the conservative side of things, and in a lot of ways, Christian as well, I mean, we've been so boycott happy over the last 20 years. I mean, Christians will boycott pretty much anything. You know, I mean, from the the 700 Club years ago, talking about, you know, uh, pull, pull, again, playing cancel culture on heavy metal groups like Wasp and Kiss by um, by ascribing uh, acronyms to these these groups that don't ex- never really existed except in the minds of the 700 Club and Pat Robertson. Right. So we're no strangers to this. We're not we don't have any moral high ground on this. It's just right now. It seems like it has been happening to us quite a bit. So we feel like it's a little bit of poetic justice when it happens to those on the left. But I mean, this has been going on for years. We've been calling for I mean, they they called for the boycott of JCPenney's because they made Ellen DeGeneres the, the spokesperson. Right. Um, and she's gay. And so we have to boycott JCPenney and we have to boycott this company for this reason. And, and so many of the, the boycotts from the, the Christian side of things, I was like, well, it's not really a boycott for me because I've never really dealt with those people anyway. So it, it, it's really meaningless. But um, the reality is, is did all these people need to resign? <laughs> Maybe they did. I, I, I don't know. I didn't see the video. I just heard the things, little clips and snippets and so on. So I don't know how bad it got. But, I mean, have we gotten beyond the point of apologies? Hey, I'm sorry. I screwed up. Continue on. Now, I, I can't say that I'm upset because, I mean, who knows how many of these people were um, just not good for the education and so on. So, Again, I'm not necessarily going, give them all their jobs back, but I am, I am saying let's stop and, and think about this stuff because, again, it, it's a balance. It's where, where are we staying balanced? We get mad on this side of, of, the, of the aisle, for lack of a better term. On, on the right, we get so mad when 
somebody's not allowed to say something on YouTube. The fact checkers are, are doing this and, and shadow banning and stuff like that. We get angry because it happens on our side, but then we celebrate. And I have seen massive amounts of celebration that all these people quit their jobs because of what happened. And it, again, it's, it's a severe lack of consistency in as we look at these things. And it shouldn't happen. It, it should not. We should not see people on the right celebrating what happens to somebody when just weeks ago, or if that was somebody on with an R behind their name or something like that, we would be uh, furious. We have to find that place where we're willing to be intellectually honest and let our integrity step up and go, well, if I and and. Honestly, I'm okay which, which whichever side you fall on. I personally come into a place where I'm like, I don't think all of these people needed to quit. Maybe one or two of them did. But all of these people didn't need to quit their jobs because of, of a gaffe. Just along the lines that I don't think that Donald Trump should have been banned from Twitter or any of the people who have said certain things, you know. I got banned. I got suspended from Twitter for a period of time for putting a graphic picture of an abortion, uh, aborted baby, uh, with them um, as a meme saying her body, no choice. And my Twitter account got suspended because of gratuitous, uh, gore or something to that effect. And so, I mean, it, I didn't want, and, and so they, they removed the, the picture. It wasn't anywhere on my, my, Thing, but I still had to delete it from my end to get back on. And in the end, I did go back and I removed the post so I could get back on as the evangelical norm. But again, if it were to happen again, likely I'd just say, I'm done. I'm out. You know, I've got I've got people following me over on Gab TV. Um, I mean, nowhere near the amount of followers that I have on Twitter, but it's growing. It's it's getting there. Hopefully it'll continue to grow. Um and that if I were kicked off of Facebook, it would not be a big deal. If YouTube kicks me off, I, I will find other platforms to, to, to do. But I don't want to be kicked off, and I don't think they should. And so on the, the flip side, I don't want to you know fall into that same thing of going, well, these all people, great, these people got canceled. They, they had to resign and blah, blah, blah. No, because that's not, it's, it's not consistent. And that's what, as Christians, we should be trying to be. And again, it, whichever side you want to fall on, I mean, if you think that these all these people all needed to resign from their jobs, then you shouldn't have a problem with Twitter getting rid of Donald Trump, or you know, other things that that are not true or are offensive or whatever. You know, they said some offensive things. They all quit their jobs, and people are celebrating that. People on the right say offensive things, they lose their platforms, and, and everybody loses their mind. So again, it, there, there's a, a level of consistency that needs to be had. And the same thing we need to do with, with Joe Biden as, as the president. Um, we, have to, we have to come to a place where we're willing to be consistent with him as we were with Trump and so on. And again, I'm calling out to, to people on both sides on this. He just did a... a uh, town hall meeting I want to say it was in Wisconsin or Milwaukee or something I don't know the, all the exact uh, 
logistics of it, but essentially there were a lot of things that were said that were either just absolutely ridiculous or just outright lies. Um, but we're not hearing about it the same way. I don't see the same people on Facebook calling Joe Biden a liar that I saw calling Donald Trump a liar. Now, I wasn't a fan of Donald Trump. I didn't never voted for him. I was willing to call out when he when he told something that was not true. I let you know when he said something that was true or good. I gave him him his props for that. And, you know, and okay, good job, Mr. President. Let's move on. I want to be the same way with Joe Biden. And if he if and when he does something that I look at and I go, I think that's good. I will let you know. But I'm also going to make sure that I'm calling him out on things that are lies or just ridiculous. First off, you know, talking about, um, he said that the there was no vaccine when he came into office. Um, it's like the this this uh, retconning of history to to remove anything that Donald Trump ever did. Well, Joe, the problem is is we have video of you getting the vaccine before you took office in like December. So that that that's just a lie. The problem is with Joe Biden, I don't know if we can attribute these things to being lies or if we attribute them to his declining mental faculties because the reality is this dude shouldn't even be president and not because of of voter fraud or anything like that, which I still think there was evidence of, but we move on. Uh, but he shouldn't be, cause he's not, he is not capable of doing the job. I've heard rumor again, nothing to, to, uh, verify any of that, but like Kamala Harris is already taking some of the, the presidential duties, phone calls and debriefs and stuff like that because Joe's mental faculties are declining. And so, uh, again, the reality is, is do we chalk any of this up to just being lies or do we um, recognize those as just issues of his, you know, declining mental state? Uh, so that whole thing um, of the, the uh, vaccine, sorry, I lost my train of thought as I'm looking through this list of things that he said. Um Made a couple of uh, statements about minimum wage. Uh, Biden said the 7.25 per hour federal minimum wage is too low. Then said soon after, for example, if it went, if we gradually increased it, when we indexed it at seven dollars and twenty cents, if we kept it indexed to to inflation, people be would be making twenty bucks an hour right now. But that's that that's what it would be. So I mean, again, just the things the the disjointed statements that he makes, but he, he kind of messes up the numbers and, and so on. And, uh, so yeah, I mean this stuff where, where I'm trying to find the thing that he's now oh, about the, um, Chinese workforce. And apparently he said something, I'm trying to find the actual statement and I'm not seeing it here. And that's, uh, that's a bummer. Basically, there was a, a, a statement that was made about the Uyghur 
class in China, which is basically, I believe it's like a group of of Muslim people in China um, that are very mistreated, that are essentially enslaved by the Chinese government. Um, The detention centers that they have for them, the women are consistently being raped and abused and people are being abused. And Joe Biden apparently just chalked that up to cultural differences, a different cult and, and then let it go. Again, we look at that statement and rightfully people are outraged, but those people who are Biden supporters and a lot of the news is like just letting it go. We're not we're not hearing about that in the same way that we heard about when Donald Trump and what happens in Charlottesville made the statement that. There were fine people on both sides. And then yet they completely ignored the whole fact that he did denounce white supremacy and neo-Nazi groups and stuff like that. That was completely ignored. But man, he said there's fine people on both sides. And, And I mean, media lost their mind. But nobody's saying anything about Joe. Now, the reality is what what Trump said if he had not denounced the white supremacists and stuff like that, then I would have rightly been ticked off by the things that he said. But I listened to the entire thing. And he was not calling the white supremacists fine people or anything like that. He did denounce them. But he did say there were some people who were not there because of racist issues or whatever. They just didn't want to see the history and stuff of those places destroyed. That was the point. There's no excusing any of what Joe said here, unless, of course, you're going to go to the whole issue of declining mental faculties. And that that's really it. I mean, you can't do you have you have to find one of those two things. And if it is declining mental faculties, then we've got to let him go. Twenty fifth Amendment has to be put into play. And as much as I hate to think about a president, Kamala Harris, that's what we're going to need to have, because this dude is, is getting worse and worse. You know, um, but then also on the other side of things, the apparently somebody on the right dug up a, a video from, I, I don't know, 1996 or some some period of time ago, a long time ago. I don't know where apparently Joe Biden is using the N word and basically said we have a bunch of N word mayors and, and stuff like that. And I mean, the people on the right, they're losing their mind. Oh my goodness, Joe used the N word and blah, 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 blah. And ignoring the fact, just the way the left did with Trump and denouncing white supremacy, ignoring the fact that Joe was just reading quotes from other leaders who had said these things, trying to bring around the fact that that should not be said and and was actually a very anti-racist thing that, that Joe was doing as opposed to calling out black mayors or whatever like that. He was actually quoting other people. But again, we, we fall, we, we see it's happening. It's, it's the, the meme that I made. It's the Eminem battle. Pay attention, me head, uh, you know, pay attention. You're saying the same thing that he said, whatever. I mean, I've screwed that up, but, uh, the, 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 attitude of well this is our thing so we're gonna doctor up this stuff and and leave some stuff out so we can try to malign someone's character it's happening now on the right the same way it was happening on the left with trump and it should not happen 
if we and I and I will do my absolute best, I promise you, not to let that happen to me. I will not ignore something that is true simply because it it, it lines up with the worldview that I want. Does that make sense? And then the last thing I want to talk about is Saturday Night Live. Let's talk about these guys because for four years they have driven the Alex uh, uh, Alec Baldwin Donald Trump character down our throats. Sometimes it was funny, and I admit sometimes it was funny, sometimes it wasn't. Um, but apparently, for the last four weeks, since essentially since Joe Biden took office. It has been radio silence on the presidency. They have not done a single skit. They've done some some uh, political stuff, I guess, this week. And again, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I, I, I haven't found Saturday Night Live funny since probably around the time that, that Chris Farley and Chris Rock and those guys left. Um, it's just gotten once, once in a while they come up with something funny. Um, but for the most part, it's just it's just lame, leftist, uh, whiny baby stuff, <laughs> to, for lack of a better term, as we talk about precision in speech, right? Um, but yeah, it's, it, I find it amazing uh, that, that suddenly, you know, it's like the, the presidency is off limits. And I mean, they even picked on Obama a lot, nowhere near as much as they did Trump. But they, I mean, there were a lot of Obama skits and stuff like that. But I do find it, it, it just odd that they've gone radio silent on the presidency, but yet they're still willing to lambast Ted Cruz and, and, and other guys, uh, other political stuff. But they're, they're just not touching the presidency anymore. Which is, again, it, it comes back to that whole thing of if you're going to do something, be consistent. I mean, if you're going to spend four years of just tearing up Donald Trump and, and making him out to be the worst dude that there ever was, well, then stick with what you, what you know. And, I mean, it's not like Joe Biden hasn't given them a ton of material over the last even six months to, to use, to make, to get gain laughs. I mean, that's what Saturday night, Saturday night live does, right? They're out there to make, make people laugh and be funny. Well, you know what? You can make people on the right laugh too. It's okay. You can, you can, you can take these guys on the, don't, don't have a sacred cow Saturday night live. I'm, I'm call I'm asking you, I'm begging you. If you want to get back to the point where you were once upon a time, you can't have sacred cows. You've got to be like South Park and you've got to be, and and, and no, I don't watch South Park either. Uh, But you've got to be willing to, if you're going to offend, offend everybody, right? If you're going to do it, do it. But don't, don't, don't make yourselves look like fools because you're not willing to go after Biden. Right. I don't know. For whatever reason, it just seems like they they have uh, he's their sacred cow and they're not going to go after him um, the way they did Trump. Okay, I mean, it's it's Lorne Michaels show. He can do what he want. He has his writers and and whatever. But I'm going to say. Be consistent. Stick with what you do and, and who you are and be consistent across the views. 
I'm going to do that. I hope that the rest of you who watch would do that. Um, and, and just continue to, to, to maintain that consistency in your worldview, whatever it is. Again, I'm willing to listen as long as you're going to be intellectually honest and consistent. If, if you're going to be – sorry, I didn't mean to hit the microphone there. If you're going to be wishy-washy and you're going to flip-flop and you're just going to, you know, well, we're going to go after you guys for this, but we're not going to go after the other people for this. And again, that's on both sides. That's on right and the left. It's conservative and liberals. If you're going to if, pick a worldview and stick with it and pick an attitude and stick with it. You can't be the one that says boycott JCPenney because uh, Ellen is their spokesperson and then get mad when the other side says, uh, you know, don't go to Chick-fil-A because of this. Right. You can't engage boycott culture or cancel culture on your side, but then call it horrible and wrong on the other side. I think it's horrible and wrong on all sides. That's where I fall on. I've never been a fan of the boycott. I've never been a fan of cancel culture in any way, shape, or form. That's why I have a, a, a platform and an account and actually paid for a pro account over on Gab uh, to have Gab TV and stuff like that. So I have that platform where I don't have to worry about being canceled uh, like I have to on on Twitter. I am against any kind of cancel culture, whether it's because Ellen DeGeneres is a spokesperson or whether it's because... Truett Cathy or Dave Cathy or Dan Cathy is anti-gay marriage, right? I think it's wrong on all levels. I think people have the right to have their opinion. I have my right to say if I think your opinion is right or wrong, but in the long run, I'm going to be consistent in where I fall and I'm not going to have a different set of standards for one side to the other. I'm not going to have a different set of standards if you're liberal than the set of standards that I hold my conservative brothers to. Does that make sense? But yet this is this is the world we live in where where people are always looking and falling into those double standards and it's ridiculous. It's wrong and it's horrible and I hope we can come to a place where where it doesn't happen anymore, but all I can do is say I'm going to keep going forward in that attitude of consistency. And I hope you will too and I hope you find it helpful when I do. And I got to say the next four years, I don't know how long Biden has as being a president. I've already, again, my my prediction missed. He made it past 25 minutes after the inauguration. But I'm telling you, 25th Amendment, Amendment is hanging over dude's head, and rightfully so, because he shouldn't be there. He, should, he does not have, he has declining mental capacities, and he should not be the president of the United States. That's my opinion run with it. So, uh, thanks for listening guys. I, I, again, I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you for a hundred great episodes. Looking forward to a hundred more. Hopefully you'll stick around and invite some other people to come be part of this with us. So hit the subscribe, hit the like, share the video notifications, do everything that makes my algorithms think I'm wonderful or not. Uh, but as always preach the gospel at all times, please use words because they are necessary until next time. Soli Deo Gloria.